Hi, hello, hey, it's Mari Natemba, and welcome to the Hey Atemba podcast, a podcast that makes room for the inconsistencies and discoveries of life by asking the question anyway. Each month, I release audio posts centered on the themes covered over on my blog. Then, at the end of the month, I come back here to revisit, reflect, and review. This is Asking Atemba. Can I start off by saying spring has sprung? I know technically the weather hasn't always felt, isn't always feeling like spring is here, but can we can we claim it officially? Can we say like, hey, spring is here. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about spring. Uh, I have been loving saying that spring has sprung. That's just, uh, I don't know. That's been my phrase of the phrase of the moment. Uh, That's been my ism of the moment as I keep saying spring has sprung, even though it's, you know, sometimes cold, sometimes rainy, sometimes sunny. The weather is doing whatever it wants to do. But uh, hi, hello, hey, I'm back. We're back. It feels I say this. I'm going to I'm going to keep saying this every single time. It always feels like forever from like the moment I wrote a blog post to the moment I sit down and I do another asking attempt but it feels like years have gone by so much has happened so much has happened and it's only been one month uh April right April uh April felt like a long month a little bit April kind of took its time which I don't mind you know April honey do what you need to do if it's your month take your month right uh, but April felt so long, so much happened. Uh, maybe it's because like April, I don't know, March shifted into a- March felt short and then April felt super long. I don't know. Anyways, we'll see what May gives. Maybe May will be somewhere in the middle, but it literally feels, it feels like a hundred years have passed since I have sat down, since I have reread these articles, since I have talked into a mic obviously I've been talking to myself every single day but talking so that other people can meet can uh, oh, oh, see uh, oh my words have even escaped me I'm mumbling and jumbling because it's been a minute since I've sat down and I've talked and I've articulated and thought through some things uh, my thoughts have thrung no that doesn't make sense but it's been a minute but I'm glad that I'm doing this. I actually like, I really enjoy uh, this. It, it feels like, um, not like going into a therapist's office, but I, the moments of reflections are nice because it's, it's going back and being surprised by how you were thinking uh, a month ago or a week ago, or in this case, what feels almost like two months ago, but not really. So let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, hi, hello, hey, it's Marina Temba, 
and we're about to reflect and review. I have to say last month, I don't know if I had a, I don't know if I had a really clear theme. The whole point, the whole purpose was just reflection. It was just about thinking. It was just about thinking through some things. And so I reflected on reflections on wellness, reflections on beauty, reflections on just being, being alive, being a person, just being and then also reflections on questioning, right? Just what questions do I have at the moment? Uh, who? The funny thing is, not the funny thing is. So I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say that I wrote about Will Smith. And then the incident happened. And then I had to post. <laughs> not that I had to. But in my article or my blog post about the joy of being right about you or the joy of being right about me, I reference Will Smith uh, on it. And I one, I really I really love this piece just because it 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 takes me back to a moment in time. It takes me back to my thought process in that moment. And then it also takes me back to the moment I I heard this quote and what that feeling like what that brought up for me when I heard this quote because it just it resonated in a way that it aligned so many of my thoughts together which I'll go in a little bit deeper and explain but there's this Will Smith quote that I absolutely loved and so I knew I was gonna post this piece regardless of anything but what I wasn't expecting was a Will Smith incident to happen and then posting it <laughs> Really, that's the thing about life. You can't predict nothing. You could think, oh, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. This is how this is going to go. And then stuff be happening out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, all right. I guess I guess we're going we're gonna to go with that. I know the universe, the gods, God, <laughs> child, they must be chuckling to themselves up there going like, oh, look what those humans did today honey not these humans doing this to not my creations doing this honey girl I know they're chuckling um but let's go ahead and get started with the first piece which is about reflections I was reflecting on wellness and the piece of this uh blog post was titled if I could just get it together which that I think has been my my mantra. It has been my saying for the past two from 2020 to 2021 to 2022. I feel that I'm just consistent. I'm just consistently always asking myself or always saying to myself, oh, if I could just get it together, then X, Y and Z can happen. If I could just get together, just get it together. And it's funny because I'm reading this piece and I don't know if much has changed because I still have the mentality of if I could just get it together, there's still this idea that if, if I still have the equation, the formula of if X and Y happens, then Z will obviously be the outcome. So if I could just get it together in this area of this life, then it will work out perfectly, right? I I think, especially with like this blog post, I'm always thinking to myself, oh, if I could just be uh, super consistent, super disciplined, then this outcome will happen. As if the only reason this outcome isn't happening is because of something that 
I specifically am not doing. Uh, Which... I... mm, mm. Mm, You hear that? That's conflict. That's... I'm still... There's no resolution here. There's... Mama, we're still trying to figure this out because... It's hard to let go of that mentality. One, because control is an issue for me. I'm just going to put it out there. Control is an issue for me. And I think I play into this mentality that I have this amount of control. And if I could just get better at being in control of this, then obviously this outcome will happen. Right. So I kind of put all the pressure, all the uh, inner workings of things on me, which I agree. I do need to. There are some things where I'm just like, okay, I just need to do it for it to work out. But I think the assumption is that uh, there are no other external factors that are impacting. The assumption is that it's always like the positive thing is going to happen. The assumption is that which, you know, I, I want to manifest that positive things will always happen. But it's just, it's a mentality that I don't know how to get out of. And it's one that I keep doing. And I know there's a more positive way of like going through this thought process of if, if X happens and Y happens, then that obviously equals Z. There's, there has to be a more positive way of doing that. But for now, when I, when I utter that phrase, it's just always me punishing myself or beating down on myself for not having more accomplished. You know, uh, I, I always think that I can do more, that I should be do. That's the thing. I always think that I should be doing more, which that should part goes into I'm comparing myself. That should part goes into I'm looking at what at what everyone else is doing and I'm thinking, oh, I can do that too. The should part is saying, uh, okay, I have the ability, the work ethic, so I should just be able to go and just do it. The 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 should part is where it all gets messed up for me. And I, I know that in this blog post, I talk about getting a, getting to a point where you find some type of resolution, where you understand that life is not about the life is not about the togetherness. Life is not about having it all figured out. Life is not uh, <laughs> all about, you know, crossing your X's and your Y, crossing your T's. Why did I say X and Y? Life is not all about, you know, crossing your T's and dotting your I's. That Like, you have to embrace the lack of togetherness. You have to embrace that you're not always going to be super consistent and super disciplined and you have to give yourself grace during those moments so that you can later come back and be consistent and disciplined. Because because uh uh who okay hold on I'm having an epiphany thoughts are happening at the moment uh at this moment because you need you to survive and how you treat you is going to determine how you're going to is going to determine the skills that you have to survive so if you are constantly uh bashing yourself constantly pushing yourself and questioning yourself as to why you can't do x y and z by a certain amount of time uh you're not teaching yourself i guess that you can rely on yourself to get you're teaching yourself how to hurt yourself not to love yourself through your failure pause 
can I, uh, did I just say something or am I just rambling to the point where I think I just said something profound? Was that profound or did I just ramble my way into saying words together and now I think that's profound? Uh, uh, I don't know. But what is profound is this quote that I found by Teek Nat Han, which says, life can be found only in the present moment. The past is gone. The future is not yet here. And if we do not go back to ourselves in the present moment, we cannot be in touch with life ah that mm, mm, let's let's have a mm, no wait that what the snaps that mm, like that is something that is something and that is something that I don't quite know how to do yet which uh, I think if I could just get it together then uh I think I, um, it's not, I, I think, uh, mm, this is tension. This is me being conflicted and not fully understanding. And, uh, but I think I, I teeter in the past and I focus on the future. And because of that, I look at the present and I can't, and I can't figure out the future which is then how come I say if I could just get it together Ugh. I don't know this one this is one that I, if, if, if I at this point you should know that if I'm like muttering and uttering and uh, sighing and stumbling over my words it means I still need to go back and figure out this piece and through and think through this piece and I still need to work on this because uh, that's the other thing too is that a lot of the times when I say oh if I could just get it together then this or if this could happen then this it's one of those things where it's like, I know better. I can, I can have that mentality. I can have that thinking and I can stop myself and say, wait, hold on. This isn't positive. This isn't, uh, not that this isn't positive. It's how is this helpful to who I am right now? And I know that it isn't yet. I will still continue that train of thinking because somehow I think, uh, if I'm harshest with myself, eventually I will punish myself to success. Uh, wow. Uh, I, I gotta unpack that for a second. Punish myself. Uh, that explains, uh, I know you can't punish yourself to success. But there are moments where I think I've been miserable and successful. So why can't I just continue being miserable and successful? Like it's worked in the past. So why can't I continue it now? And maybe that's where the fear comes in, where I, I, 
maybe I haven't fully discovered how to be or I haven't fully experienced how to be happy maybe happy is not the term I haven't discovered joy and success simultaneously I know I know how to be rigid how to be harsh how to be strict with myself how to shove everything down to get to success or to get to uh, some external validation of success Yet I don't know, I don't know how to get to success from joy. <laughs> I'm, I'm making myself very uncomfortable because I'm like, I, I'm really thinking this through and I'm like, do I... Do I know how to get to success from joy? And maybe that's, I don't know. I think maybe that's the struggle in in all of it. Is, is I think I'm, I'm trying to discover how to get, how to get there. I don't know. Ooh, that I don't know. I felt like I I feel not I felt I feel like a uh something is like washing over me. Uh, that statement hit. That statement hit a little too close to home, and I I don't like it. Let's let's <laughs> I'll unpack this later, and then I'll write about it. But for right now, we're gonna move on to the next article because mm, I don't like the way that feels and saying that out loud. Just it triggered something within me. It change something within me I don't know mm. anyways uh, the next article the next blog post was about beauty and how beauty is a necessity and speaking about things that are uncomfortable I talked about beauty and my perception and understanding of beauty and my willingness, my willingness, my willingness, my willingness, willingness, willingness. Imagine if that was a whole episode, just me saying willingness, tripping over words and then saying them over and over again. It would be like a diction. What is it? Those diction classes, not diction classes, uh, uh, dialect coaches. I would be a dialect coach. But uh, anyways, I'm distracting myself. But my willingness to my willingness, willingness. Is it because I, I'm speaking I'm speaking it too fast? My willingness mm, to accept the notion that beauty is valuable in and of itself. Uh, I want to read just a little bit of this line because so much of my understanding, my wrestle, my relationship with beauty can be understood just in these two paragraphs. So I write, I often fall into this trap of discarding beauty as a superficial layer or insignificant theme. It only matters to the people who care. It's not worth thinking about. It doesn't matter until it does. It's only worth pursuing because of the validation it brings. I diminish the value of beauty out of fear. 
I cheapen it to pretend it has no effect on me, but it is always on my mind. Superficially, I wonder if I have enough of it. If I didn't work on it, would it still be there? Instead of appreciating it, I try to capture, preserve, and control. When I want to be my own worst enemy, beauty is a spark that lights the fuse. I'm terrified of its power, so I try to convince myself that it doesn't matter. When the truth is that I'm more of afraid of accepting it within myself. I reread this part and I'm like, wow, this is very, uh, not me being vulnerable. Not me uh, talking about beauty in this way. But it's... I mean, this that captures everything. I mean, I don't know if there's any more that I can say other than that's it that's my relationship with beauty um I think I know in the same way that I was talking about not fully experiencing success not fully experiencing joy in success uh I think it's the same thing with beauty experiencing beauty is just beauty and nothing else experiencing beauty without trying to control it experiencing beauty without being afraid of it experiencing beauty and just accepting something as beautiful without needing a caveat without needing to consume it without needing to evaluate it uh i think that's the struggle and it's funny because it's so much easier at least for me which I think maybe it's easier for a lot of people too, but it's so much easier to see beauty outside of me, right? Uh, It's so easy to see things as beautiful, but then to categorize myself in that same breath, I think is sometimes where, uh, not that I fall a little short, but I don't 100% uh, believe it or put them in the same place and it's one of those things where I uh, it's one of those things where I know I'm beautiful or I understand I my understanding of beauty is always through a lens of control a lens of cap- capturing a lens of preserve it's uh I'm always consuming or evaluating beauty I'm never just letting beauty be so that even extends with within myself right when uh i'm you know taking selfies putting on the makeup these are all things that are are fun things that i enjoy but it's just uh can't uh, it's just the same thing of like can i enjoy beauty without making it something else i don't know if that makes sense but yeah I don't know I and it's one of the things that is always evolving I think of how I used to see uh see or understand beauty when I was younger versus how I see and understand beauty now and how I uh think of myself and how I think of beauty as just a thing of itself um I I don't know this is something that I think once again I'm still evolving and still trying to understand more of and I'm trying to get comfortable with uh trying to get comfortable within myself of uh accepting beauty without needing to quantify qualify or evaluate it 
which then I guess I don't know it's a it's a journey but I say I say all this to say that I one of the things that I do recognize through all my stuttering and my silence and my mumbles is that beauty is important it's important that we're able to see beauty we're able to understand beauty we're able to the internal is important but you know the external is part of that internal if that makes sense and I think that's why beauty plays an important role right we have to be able to um, we have to be able to see ourselves and seeing ourselves as part of discovery, which is why on this blog, one of the things that we talk about and we discover and we pay attention to is beauty and how we see ourselves because how we see ourselves sometimes impacts how we think about ourselves uh, and how we think about ourselves sometimes impacts how we feel about ourselves. So it's all interconnected. And so beauty matters. <laughs> what am I even saying at this point? No, beauty matters. Don't let my rambling fool you. You know what? Let's go ahead and take a break and then we'll come right back and continue on. The journey of discovery, the process of healing, the path towards returning to wholeness, to who you are deep down inside, can feel daunting, overwhelming, and isolating. The good thing is, you don't have to go through it alone. From our website, to our YouTube channel, to our social media pages, we create a space for discovery. Visit marianatemba.com and follow at heyatemba to stay plugged in and connected. Let's discover together. All right, back to the show. We are jumping into the third article for the month, which was about reflections on being, the joy of being right about you, which uh, this is one of my favorite pieces. Some of my favorite quotes are found in this piece. Uh, some of my, uh, uh, I think my growing values come from this piece. Uh, my evolving values come from this piece, if that makes sense. I think that makes sense. But the joy of being right about you. I started this quote with a Lady Gaga quote. There could be a hundred people in the room and 99 of them don't believe in you. But all it takes is one. Mm. I remember doing um, doing the press for A Star is Born Mama. She said, you know what? People made jokes about her saying that all the time, but she read her script. She knew her lines and she kept with it. You know, that message stuck. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> that message stuck and there's just no way you like now when I think of a star is born I don't even think of Bradley Cooper anymore I just think of Lady Gaga on that line because mama she delivered she said what she needed to say and uh I think in the moment that was just like in the moment when the star is born was happening and the campaign press was happening that was just another line but when I sat down and I started writing this piece Oh my gosh, did that line just bring every, did that quote just bring everything together? Um, because I think it just captured, well, it's kind of reflected in this piece, but Will Smith, um, 
yes, yes, that Will Smith. Um, he came out with his memoir. And uh, first of all, I, I uh, listen, I, 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 mm, I love a good story. I love when a, a story is just packaged right for me. I love when someone takes the time to figure out how to tell the story and how to deliver it. And I just want to say that the marketing, I don't know which marketing team he worked on. I don't know which PR team he worked with. I don't know who was in charge for the delivery of uh, the delivery and the campaign for his memoir. But honey, whoever was in charge, I just want to let you know, if nobody else has told you, you did a good job. You did more than a good job. You delivered. I hope you got checks with multiple, multiple zeros because from the YouTube, the best shape of my life series to his sit down interview with Oprah to his, uh, to his articles and mama, mama. It was good. It was so good. And one of the things about his campaign, there's a lot you can say about, you know, what he revealed. Did he reveal too much? Did he say too much? But the thing about it is that it felt so vulnerable and authentic and honest. And I don't, this is a, you know, I don't know Will Smith like that. He's just a celebrity. I'm just getting a version, right? I'm not getting the real him. I'm just getting a version of who he is, right? But that campaign and the PR for it, like the, the three, the themes, uh, which is, I guess what, oh, you, what you want a memoir to be, you want it to be authentic. You want it to be honest. You want it to be real. And just that camp, the marketing for that, it felt like that. It felt like we were seeing someone being honest and being real with themselves and seeing someone really reckon with who they are and how they've come to be. So Anyways, let me get off of my uh, praise box because, yeah, that was just who I, I love a good give me good marketing. Honey, I'm one of those people. If you give me good marketing, you give me a good aesthetic. You give me a good PR box. You give me a good like I will I will do my part. I will be your audience. I will, you know, just if you deliver it well, I'll play along. You know, that's all you have to do. So uh, shout out to Will Smith because, yes, I <laughs> I will be reading the book. Um, but in his interview with Oprah, he was, you know, talking about, well, Oprah was talking about aspects of the book that she loved, which once again, love Oprah. One of those people who just, uh, once again, when your brand is right, I promise you, we will come. The people will follow. I promise. Like, I'm still over there with Oprah. Like, we're, we're here. Um, but so in this interview with Oprah, he's uh, talking through his memoir, the process of writing it. But then also she's bringing up some of her favorite aspects of the book, um, some of her favorite quotes. And uh, she brings up two that just uh, resonated with me, but then just provided the foundation for this entire blog post the first one was when he's talking about getting his breakthrough um discussing you know the moment when you know he's released his record and he's listening to the radio trying to see like did they actually make it did the song do well and he says something that just ah i had to write it down He, he says this this is the quote it's one thing if other people don't believe in you 
but it sucks when you don't believe in yourself. Like you can deal with other people not believing you, but you got to find how you trust you. Can we get... I... I... He said this and I was like, okay, I have to write a blog post about this because this just captures everything about where I am in life right now, where I am in my discovery right now, where I am in every aspect of my life in that I am relearning how to trust me, right? I have so many amazing people in my life and I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful for them and I'm so appreciative of how they trust me and how they believe in me. But the thing that I keep learning over and over and over again is you can have a hundred people in the room and 99 of them will believe in you. They will trust in you. They will see you. But if you don't see you, if you don't trust you, if you don't believe in you, it doesn't matter how many people in the room are there. It doesn't matter how many people, it doesn't matter how many people, it doesn't matter the people that are there because it won't matter because you won't believe in you, right? You won't step up to the mic because you don't see it for you. And so, oh my gosh, like this, I, I can't even explain like the aha moment that just happened for me when when he say this, because I was like, oh yeah, that's it. That's what I'm going through right now. That's where I am. I'm trying to get to the point where I can have these amazing people who believe in me and trust in me and see me, but I can also get to the point where I will always see me first. I will always believe in me first. I will always be my biggest supporter. I will champion for me better than anyone can ever champion for myself, right? I want to get, which not to say that I'm not at that point, but I think, uh, which I'm writing about this right now, but I think sometimes you get to a point where you get all this feedback, you get all, you just get so many other people's voices and thoughts and opinions in your ear that you start forgetting that you are also someone worth listening to. Whew. I feel like I just said something. <laughs> but you, but that's the thing. You you forget that you're also someone worth listening to. You forget that you have experiences that are going to help you figure it out. You forget that you got yourself to a certain point or you helped yourself figure out how to get to this point right? We all need people, but we also need ourselves and we have to be able to show up for ourselves. And that, and Will Smith just put it perfectly together. You know, there's nothing like you trusting you. And I don't know if a lot of people actually trust themselves. You know, I don't know if a lot of people actually, uh, trust themselves in their ideas trust themselves enough to know that if they leave something they will figure themselves out like that trust in that no matter what happens you got you that's that's mm -hmm. so he says this quote right and I'm already I'm sitting there you know my little headphones in listening to this yelling at yelling at my laptop screen going yes well you better say that well I know that's right uh. but then he says this next part and I just mama you could have just closed this next part is just everything 
so then obviously in dialogue with Oprah, I feel like I'm, I'm narrating to you what happened when you can just go see it. But so he says that part, Oprah, of course, she's like, Ooh, ah, you know, her Oprah isms. Um, and then she goes into her favorite quote, or she brings up one of her favorite quotes, uh, from the book. And this quote is, so in this moment, Will Smith, he just told his parents that he's not going to go to college and he's, you know, he's produced this track. It's on the radio. Uh, he keeps listening, waiting to hear if he'll ever make number one. It's going up in the charts, but he doesn't really know. So one day he's at work. He's, you know, he works, he worked at, I think at an ice place. I don't know. I'm not getting that part right. But um but no, he's at work and he's listening to the radio waiting to hear his song and as the countdown is going, he doesn't hear his song and he starts panicking, he starts freaking out. He's like, "Oh, dang it. My parents just trusted me and they just let me know that I can take a year off to pursue this music thing, but uh I don't hear my song of the countdown." And then he realizes at the very end when the countdown is almost over, that the number one song is actually his song. And his reaction is this, the quote, I couldn't stop laughing. It was a joyful, blissful laughter. The pure joy of a child waking up on Christmas morning. The joy of discovery, of renewed hope, of new life. The joy of being right about me. <sighs> Honey, I'm trying so hard not to scream because he said this and I, I was clapping. I was screaming. I was doing the most. I was like, oh, that's it. That is it. That's the thing. Like the thing we're all searching for, the thing we're all looking for is, oh, we want to be right about us. We want to be right about our ideas. We want to be right about our feelings. We want to know that what we're thinking is okay, that what we're thinking isn't crazy. It isn't too far-fetched. We want to know that if we go and we pursue something and we trust ourselves in something, that it's going to work out and that we're going to be right about us. Because it's, uh, yes, other people can be right about you, but when you take that risk on yourself and you're right about you, that's just like a different level of that's how you get to a point where you trust you more than anybody else. That's where you get to a point where you believe in yourself more than anybody else because you know that you're right about you. You uh, that you know what? That is why this entire blog post was titled The Joy of Being Right About You because I think that's the thing we all want to experience and we all want to discover. And I know for me like when I think about resolutions, when I think about goals, when I think about like what I truly want, um, it's not X amount of dollars in the bank account. It's not uh, recognition. It's not public recognition. It's not all these uh, external things. It's that internal feeling of being right about me, being right about my ideas, being right about uh Uh, my thought you know just being right about me knowing that like yeah you got you knowing that oh you trust you no matter what you're gonna you're gonna get you through (sighs) honey honey this I uh, I think that this is probably gonna be on my my wall my vision board my blog post whatever like just that quote alone 
I didn't even have a favorite Will Smith quote before, but that quote took the cake because it just described it described everything. It described this journey for me. It described what I'm doing. It just it. Uh, <laughs> I have no words because that quote was everything. Just everything, and um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is one of these blog posts. This is one of those blog posts that uh, I feel like I'll always go back and read for me. That I'll always go back as a reminder of like, hey here's what you're actually like a reminder of like hey here's what you're actually doing or like on those days when I'm punishing myself and I'm trying to be like oh you need to do x y and z and if you don't do this and this will never happen I I always want to go back to this blog post and just remind myself like hey you're on this journey of trusting you you're on this journey of believing in you you're on this journey of of being right about you so like don't don't forget like ah honestly one of my most favorite quotes listen will smith if you never do another movie if you never do another song if you never do anything else honey sir you have delivered delivered with this quote Uh, yes anyway now i have to go (laughs) i have to go and finish reading and rereading the memoir um, maybe I'll come back and I'll let you know my thoughts on the memoir and uh, what I think. Because, honey, if this is if this is the little peak, I just know there's going to be more things. Maybe I might <laughs> watch me read the memoir and come back with like a month of just Will Smith centered blog posts and articles. I don't know. Anyways, let's take another break and then we'll come back with the last article for this month. Be in the know, stay in the know, and know on the go. Knowledge is power, and you have the power to stay connected. For exclusive content, news, and latest updates, subscribe to the Hey Atemba newsletter. Go to marianatemba.com to sign up and be connected. Let's discover together. the last piece uh, uh, reflections on black womanhood and this piece was titled ain't I a woman and uh, I had a moment with this while writing this because I think it was honestly just a reflection, a uh, reflection, not me, not me speaking in French, but it was a reflection on, despite all the progress and the change and the changes that we've made, um, despite all the barriers that we've broken, despite all the progress that we've made. There are moments, right? Moments like uh, Serena Williams having the New York Times label her as just a tennis star and then not even put her correct picture on there, putting a picture of her sister instead of her. 
um, when she released, uh, when they released the press release about her, you know, uh, coming up with a venture, a venture fund, a venture capital fund. Um, there are moments, you know, Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka, stepping away from their sports because of mental health, uh, because they just needed a break, um, stepping away from their sport and, uh, being questioned, questioned to the point where they felt like they had to give us more or explain to us more, more that really wasn't any of our business, right? Um... There are just so many moments where, as a black woman, I think, oh, we've come so far. Oh, we're, we're, we're so evolved. Oh, we've, we've done so much. We've done so much and we fought for so much and, you know, we can really see it. And it's like, yes, yes, we are really doing the work. And, and then you have moments where it's like, oh, wait. Oh wait, we're still at the basics. We're still at the point where we're trying to prove, trying to remind people of our humanity, of our womanhood, of our black womanness, right? Uh, sometimes it feels like we get so far just to stay in the same place. We work so hard just to be in the same battle. We do so much just to fight over the same things. And... There are these grand moments of, of, uh, there are these grand moments where you think, oh, oh, we've, we, we're really doing it. We're here. And then you have all these other moments that remind you, no, we're not all the way there yet. No, there's still so much we, uh, have to work on so much. We have to, uh, do and to keep going and to, you know, there's still, there's still so much. And so I think reflecting on this piece, I just had a moment of like, I had a moment thinking through how over the years, it feels like as black women or black women in in the U.S. specifically, we're still always talking about the same thing, not because we want to. Not because it's the fun topic that we just want to sit down and always talk about. It's because society, the world, doesn't give us a chance to talk about anything else. Right? It keeps uh, We keep getting situations where we have to bring up, we have to bring up like, hey, I'm a woman. Hey, I'm a black woman. Hey, I'm a, I'm a person. Hey, I'm a human being. Hey hello, you know, um, and, um, yeah, I don't know, and I think, I don't know, sometimes it's it's exhausting, (sighs) Sometimes it's invigorating. Sometimes it's just a deep, heavy sigh. Because you think, oh gosh, we're, st- we're still here. 
you know, I still have to remind you, you know, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I had a moment where, uh, I just had to sit with myself on that, especially seeing as March was, uh, you know, we go from black history month to women's history month. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's something I, I wanted to take a second to, to, to sit on and, uh, reflect upon. So, yeah, um, I don't know. That got very, <laughs> well, that, that, the, the mood changed a little bit on that. Um, but thank you so much for listening to Asking a Tamba. Um, I'm still working through the question portion of Asking a Tamba. I, I know I keep saying that at the end of every episode, but I promise I will figure it out soon. If I could just figure it out, then <laughs> you get what I did there. Um, but no, thank you so much for listening. As always, it's always nice to sit back and to chat and to think through some of this I feel like I always leave away going going back to the writing board thinking oh gosh I still have a lot to write I still have a lot to think about I still have a lot to work through uh and so I guess to 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 the next blog post to the nest to to nest nest next to the next blog post the next discovery uh to uh, the next sitting down <laughs> and talking into a microphone. Uh, I, I must say it feels more natural now. I feel a little bit more comfortable just here in the mic, but no, to the next one of these where I stutter and I ramble and I get silent and I have aha moments and I think through big things and little things and rediscover things about myself. And I hope you also get a chance to rediscover things about you too. But yeah. All right. I I will catch you at the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hey Atemba podcast. To find the blog post discussed on this episode, visit marianatemba.com. While there, you can find other podcast episodes, other blog posts, and share your thoughts with me by clicking on the contact section. To stay connected with me, follow at Hey Atemba.